Cloudy outside, 42 degrees. This is Amina Shade. This is episode four. That was me, you just heard. Amina Shade. The song is called Mom, M O M M. Money on my mind. How's everybody doing this evening? I hope everybody's well. I hope everybody's dressed appropriately. That's a bit of a dip from yesterday. Yeah, so, (laughs) sorry about that. Uh, Yeah, so I hope everybody's dressed appropriately. It's a little chilly out there. Um, Yeah. So, you know, this is the Amina Sade Show. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sundays at 5 p.m. We're talking fashion, mommy, music, life, everything. We're all in. We're talking about whatever. Um... Oh, one thing. Let me tell you guys how to listen to the entire episode. Because people keep telling me that they only heard, like, snippets of it. Like, I'm like, oh, did you hear this part? What did you think about this part? And they didn't hear it because it was all the way at the end. And they only heard the beginning. Um, the beginning. They're like, one episode is filled with a bunch of different segments. However many segments. Um, I do, so if you go to the link, if I send you a link or you're just going on the site, via the site or the app, I believe there's like a, just like if you're listening to your music on your iPhone or your or any type of phone that you have or your iPod, that little button, that arrow, uh, there should be one on the bottom right hand and you just keep pressing that and you'll... You just keep doing that like you're um, moving to the next song. 
Uh, some people just continues to go and it plays straight through, but some people have been telling me that they only heard like two minutes or ten seconds of this, the um, episode. So yeah, and there's a way that's after 24 hours you can listen to it on iTunes. I still haven't figured all that out yet, but I will let you guys know if somebody knows, somebody figures it out before me, please let me know. Thank you. Okay, so today is December 6th. It's Wednesday. The topics of the hour. What are we going to talk about? Um, We're going to talk about getting older. Somebody asked me to talk about that. We're going to talk about black. Okay, so that got cut off. <laughs> we're going to talk about black. Whatever that means. We're going to talk about single mothers dating. So we're talking about tonight. Getting older. Black. Question mark, question mark. Question mark. Triple question mark. <laughs> single mothers dating. Alright, so getting older. How do you feel about getting older? I guess everybody goes through this, right? After a certain age, maybe like after 25. I've seen like 25-year-olds go through it. Um, <laughs> so you can be like 60 feeling this way. You can be 50. You can be 40, 30. I feel like 30 is usually the age that the media and society pushes on people to start feeling older. Um, and start feeling old. So, like, when did you start feeling old? How, how did you feel? Did you ever start feeling old? How old are you? Does it depress you? Scare you? I don't know. Why are you scared? You have regrets? Um, okay, so let me answer some of these questions myself. Getting older, does it depress me? It doesn't depress me. It Dang, how do I say this? Because I want to say this, but then it opens up another topic for another day. Um, but I guess I'll just touch on it. It doesn't depress me. I am clear and aware that I was one of... I feel like you can do it either way. You can either party in your 20s and then get shit together in your 30s, or you can get shit together in your 20s so that you can party in your 30s. I did the first one. Um... So, I'm in my 30s, and I'm still mentally and emotionally, I don't feel like I'm, we're always still figuring it out, but I don't feel like I'm still like, I feel like I know a lot on that level. Um, but in terms of like, certain things I just wish, I don't really wish, I want to choose my words carefully certain things, you know, you could have, I could have done differently, maybe. Um, so as I am this age, um, I feel, and I'm 31, so as I'm this age, I feel, that's how I feel, I don't really feel like, oh, I'm getting older, I just feel like now that I'm 31, like, dang, could have did this shit at 21. But we're doing it at 31, but that's the choice you made. <laughs> so that's how I feel. Um, but I can see how somebody would be depressed in my same situation. I'm not so depressed. I'm not depressed at all. <laughs> I'm not so pressed, I should say. And I'm not depressed at all. Um, 
It is scary, but aren't you, is it a little scary? All, all things that you're going through, all new things are scary. So, I don't necessarily feel like every new age is scary, like 31, 32, 30. I don't feel like all that is scary, but maybe like every new decade is scary. Um, just like when you turn 21, that's fun. It's not scary, it's fun. And, yeah. So, it is a little scary. But that's life, and are you going to live in fear, or are you going to embrace the fact that you're scared, and let's get this shit. Let's get it. Let's get it. Um, yeah. Any regrets? <laughs> I don't really have too many regrets. I don't think I have any regrets. Um, I may have, there may be things in my life that some people think I should regret. But I feel like if I had regretted, then I didn't learn the lesson from it. I feel like if it didn't ha if it happened, it happened for a reason. It was supposed to happen. If it wasn't supposed to happen, it wouldn't have happened. Um, so I don't have any regrets. We're going to stop here because I know regrets is a topic we should probably speak a little more on. We'll be right back. Listen to Khaled. Young, dumb, and broke. Peace out. See you in a sec. So regrets. Blah, blah, blah. That's how I feel. That's what I feel about regrets. Um, yeah, like it wastes too much energy. Like, because it takes up so much energy feeling these negative emotions. Like regret and anger and da 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 da. And sometimes we need to feel them. Like, I feel anger is an emotion sometimes we need to feel. I don't think you ever need to feel regret. Um, it's a waste of energy. It's a waste of energy. And I had someone the other day, a friend of mine, a colleague of mine, they are, um, a little older. I don't know if we call them old. They're still not senior citizens, according to the United States. Um, they're in their, they're about 60. And... They just sometimes get sad and depressed. And I'm like, this is... Meanwhile, we're talking about, like... I've known this person for years. Um, and I was having a good day. And I didn't want them to bring my energy down. I wanted them to feel better. Um, you know, this is a person... This is a person who's been rich and now they're poor. But they're not like... They're not like poor, poor. They're like Manhattan white man poor or Connecticut white man poor, not Virginia white man poor. <laughs> Laugh out loud. There's a difference. And he has all sorts of regret and he's in and out of depression and he has massive debt, etc., etc. And I tell him, I'm like, dude, you can think about all that, which is there. It's there. We know it's there. Or you could think about, think about he's somebody who's into gadgets and electronics and shit like that. Imagine you're poor, but you have $400 headphones on. And not the Beats headphones, because they don't, the sound quality is horrible. Da 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 He has on hand, handmade headphones that were graphic, crafted specifically for his ear. Like, come on. 
So smile. Think about your gadgets. Think about your electronics, your new iPhone, your new iPad, your new earphones, your new laptop, all these things that you have. Think about the good feeling that made you feel and focus on that feeling. And just focus on that. You can focus on that and feel good all day. Or you can focus on the BS and feel like shit and down in the dumps all day. It's called being on a high-flying disc. So I'd rather be on the high-flying disc, and that's what I try to offer to people, especially people telling me that they have things like regret. Like, get over it. There's nothing you can do. Because if it's regret, it's about something that happened already. So what are you going to do about it? You're going to still feel bad in the present and in the future about something that happened in the past? That doesn't really make any sense. So, my thoughts on regrets? Kick that to the side. <laughs> no regrets. And like somebody's old grandfather would say, don't do shit that you regret. <laughs> Whatever the F that means. But hey, take it how you want to take it. Take it or leave it. There's a mean shot day. No regrets, baby. So, black. What does it mean to be black? How does it feel to be black? How do you feel about Black Lives Matter? What do you stand with that and that? Hmm. I want to hear how people feel. I'll tell you. I was just talking to my mom about this. I never really felt black. Quote, I'm doing air quotes right now. I say that meaning like whatever that stigma is that society tries to put on the word black the black people the black person the black man the black woman the black child I never really felt that dern 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 until there were a turn of events in my life that had nothing to do with me loving. I love my brown skin. I never wanted to be white. I never wanted to be anything else. I love my brown skin. I love sitting in the sun and getting even browner. I love my hair. So it had nothing to do with my appearance. It had to do with the notation of, quote-unquote, being black. Um, and I never felt that, quote-unquote, notation until I was put in a serious situation a few years ago in my life. <clears throat> and I realized, oh shit, even though I went to school in Teaneck, New Jersey, even though I went to school downtown on 70-something street, even though this and that and that and that and that, I'm a little black girl living in the hood. And this is what happens when you're a little black girl living in the hood. Um, so, I never really felt that until recently. Um, and then after that, I felt it really strongly. And then, of course, when you give something so much attention, you are going to get that attention back from the universe, from God, 
from people. So I started seeing it and feeling it tenfold, different places that I went after that one incident. Um, so I still don't really, <laughs> I laugh because I have like a, a couple of associates who call me a little Black Panther. And I understand where they're coming from when they say that. I joke. Sometimes I make inappropriate racial jokes. Um, but I still don't know if I really stand like when I fill out my forms, I don't write down that I'm black. First of all, the race that we all are part of is the human race. <laughs> like, it's the human race, and I'm American. Um, my na my nationality, I live, my nation, the nation that I live in is the United States of America. My nationality is American. So I'm not writing down that I'm black. The fuck are you talking about? Um, so, that's how I feel about that. The Black Lives Matter, I feel, I understand it, I get it. It's a lot going on. It's been a lot going on, but I think now because of social media, there is a larger, there's a more point blank glimpse on it. Because it's not like this has ever stopped. Um, and people have to understand that all this is new to this country. Slavery ended when? Not too long ago. And then after slavery, there was Jim Crow. And Jim Crow just ended. We've only really been free. White people have only been, <laughs> white people have only had to act a certain way towards us by law for about 50 years. So this is new to everybody. This is new to everybody. Um, but I don't claim it. And usually I find when I don't claim it and I'm not in that energy and I'm not in that space, I don't attract it. But I, I am definitely aware, I'm well aware that this is what's going on. And whew, it can take a toll on you. And that's how I feel about race, about black, about being black. Boom. Single mothers dating. <laughs> I like this topic. Why? Of course, because I'm a newly single mom. Yay for me. Um, <laughs> what are the rules? Are there any rules? Do you follow rules? Do I follow rules? But what are the rules? How long before you introduce your child to a man? That's a question that I have. Um, how many men do you have your child around? How many men? Yeah, that's basically the question. I just read it wrong. Um, when is it too early to start dating? Like, what does that mean? Does everybody have their own rule? Like, what is the, is there like a ground rule? Like, no white after Labor Day? Like, how does that work? Um, are, are you even like sexually stimulated right after you have your baby? So like, cause maybe you were like single the whole pregnancy and now after pregnancy you wanna start dating. But does that mean you want to be sexual just because you want to start dating? Mm. 
Or are you emotionally stimulated? Are you like blocked off because you're single? Like who knows what? These are some good points. Um, so I'll answer a few of these. Let me think. So I'm going to, I don't know what the rules are. And quite frankly, if it's not to my benefit, I don't know how often I follow rules. <laughs> but I don't know what the rules are, so I'm not the one to ask what the rule is for single dating and mothers. And I'm new. My baby is three months and I'm newly single. So, I don't know what the rules are. I say go, go whatever floats your boat. Whatever you feel good with. Um, I wouldn't date like off of desperation or during depression. I would say those two things for anybody. Um, with me, if I find that right person that stimulates me in any way, I'm going to give it a try and see, you know what's going on, but I'm not easily stimulated, so when that does happen, I may get a little excited, because <laughs> I'm not easily excited, uh, so that's just something that would be new, you know, for me, that's just like your first job, but it's just like any other new relationship, I don't think being a mom has to deal with it, will I be introducing my son? To all these different, like if I dated five men in one year, would I be introducing my son to all of them? I don't think so. That's ridiculous. Um, I don't even know if I would introduce my son to one man after one year. It would really have to depend on the situation. Um, but to each his own. That's my, that's my thing. To each his own. I don't know why people put like air quotes again, rules on things. Don't put your child in your shit. Do what you do, you're grown. To each his own. But don't put your child in that. But then, again, you can't say to each his own and then tell somebody what to do with their child. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are Amina Sade, the opinions, the mindless mind chatter of Amina Sade. So, that's my take on it. Um, I would say emotionally, <laughs> well, I had a very happy pregnancy. I was so happy during my pregnancy. Um, so that was a plus for me. Yeah, I was very happy during my pregnancy. I don't know. So once I had the baby, I was also happy 
you know, besides the pressures that come with everybody who just had a baby, whether you're happy, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, um, whether you're unhappy. I think there's certain things that just come with everybody who just had a baby. Um, so besides that, I was still very happy once I had my baby, and I'm still happy with my baby. <laughs> uh, so emotionally, I think, you know, whatever emotional issues I do have when it comes time to dating don't have anything to do with pregnancy and being a single mom, per se. That's, that's, that's where I'll come from my standpoint. Um, if there are any issues, those are my own issues that I had before I was even a single mom. <laughs> uh, but some people may be blocked off. Like, being pregnant is a lot. So letting someone, you know, be inside of you, first of all, that's a lot. Like, people take sex very lightly. Sex is, you gotta, like, when you're young, you don't really understand that you get older and you're like, damn, like, shout out to the people on Instagram. I follow a lot of people who are very aware, woke as they call it, and... Then I'll check, and they're like 16. I'm like, damn. Dang. There's, you know, that's wonderful. So shout out to those people. But sex is a, is a thing. Like, somebody is, you're entering somebody. Somebody is entering you. You're letting somebody up inside of your body. Like, that's a big thing. Whether you think it's spiritual or not, that's a spiritual thing. And more than DNA is, more than DNA, excuse me. More than DNA are intertwining. Um, so that's a lot. So then being pregnant for 10 months, um, somebody else's child is growing inside of you. Like that's your child. Somebody else planted that inside of you. And then the child comes out and now here, this is living human that is now dependent off of you. And if you don't have that help, from that person, that stability with that person who did all that with you, that can be, I can I can only imagine the toll that that takes on people emotionally. I know, like I went through something similar, so I can, but I, thank goodness, I was able to handle it in different ways. Um, because I was aware. Some people aren't even aware of but I was aware of how deep the situation was. I was aware that my thoughts will trickle down to my child and my belly with all the chemical reactions. I'm aware that bursts of good energy come about when you're thinking good thoughts as opposed to when you're thinking negative thoughts. The chemicals that are released in your body are horrifying. So I was aware of all that, so I strayed away from all of those things. Um, regardless of what was going on on the outside of my life. There was something beautiful going on inside of my life and I focused on that. And I, it was life going on inside of me. I focused on that, like what's more beautiful than that? And I just lived. But, whew, that can be a lot if you don't know how to do that. And it's a lot knowing and being able to do that. Um, it's a lot. So yeah. Emotionally, right now, I think I'm ready to date the right person. And who's that right person? That's different for everyone. 
I think you have to be, in order to attract the quote-unquote right person, you have to be clear on what that right person is for you. Because the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, is only going to send you what you're ready for. They're only going to send you your equal. What you can handle, what you're ready for. So, all I do is pray that I am ready for the best. Because that's what I want and that's what I feel I have to offer someone else right now. Um, the best the best of me. And there's a lot. I got shit going on, but I am blessed. <laughs> Amina Shade. Okay, guys, we're going to sign off. It's 42 degrees outside New York City. Skies are clear. I'm going to leave you with this old, old school. An oldie but goodie. <laughs> From yours truly, Amina Shade. Flag surfing. Good night, New York City. Amina Shade signing off.